Hello everybody, welcome back to the conversation series. I am so excited today to have the very yellow filled Peyton Cavan here with me. She is an incredible travel content creator down in Texas. And if you go to her feed, I'm not kidding. It is absolutely yellow and is so bright and happy. Um, and I absolutely love her platform and I'm so excited for her to be here. And I'm gonna turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Thank you, Danielle. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I actually have been doing this for about three years now, and I am so passionate about traveling to places that are unique and sharing them with um, my audience because I really feel like anywhere and everywhere has something special to find, and those people may not have access to share those experiences in the way that someone with a platform can. Yes. And so that's kind of how I got my start and I love what I do and I'm excited to talk to you. Now you got your start doing this full-time three years ago. Did you grow up traveling? Where did travel really bite you? So yes, I actually, growing up, we did travel, you know, your basic like Disney World, like yep. Florida, you know, all those <laughs> things. <laughs> And like nothing wrong with those. I still love Disney. I we're trying to go to Disney this this month. Um, but I actually went on a cruise with my fiance, who I've been with since high school, um, back in I think twenty fourteen or fifteen. We were so young, and I took just a GoPro, and I was like, I want to be lost LeBlanc. I want to be a travel blogger. Like, let me see what I can do. Yes. And I made this compilation video of like everything we did. Yeah. And if you watch it back, it's so grainy. It's so like, it's just <laughs> the worst quality, right. but like the heart, the heart is there. Like you can oh, see, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. it's like, it's such a, a silly video, but I, I watched it this day and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like if the quality was better. Um, but yeah, so when I did that, I was just like, man, like, I know I can do this. Yeah. And um, I tell people all the time, like, you don't need a fancy camera. You don't need like anything else. You just need like one device, like your phone or a yep. GoPro yep. Um, and just make it work. And so then I just right out of college, I was like, I'm not going to get a job. I'm just going to make it work. And I did. So yeah. I tell anybody and everybody that they can do it if they really set their mind to it. I, Gro GoPros growing up too. That's how you every kid made their travel videos. And it is so, like you go back and look at them and you're like, wow. Wow, those are rough. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I'm getting ready to head to Disney World myself and I um, I'm bringing my two best friends and my sister along. And I have never been more excited to be like a kid for just like four days yeah. and away from work. And I'm so excited about it. And we're all like thrilled, so um, but it, it is, it is a fun place to go to whenever you have the chance. Yeah. When's the last time you went? Uh, my sister and I actually did Disneyland two years ago for Halloween, but it's been like, I was probably 10 years old when I went to Disney world. So oh, you're going to love it. It's yeah, so, so much it's, as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. We love Disneyland and being at in Halloween. Cause we're big, like 
Marvel and Avengers people. So we had a blast in California Adventure. And so we were, I'm doing the Disney Princess Half Marathon. So I'm oh like dragging everybody with me. So I'm like, come on, let's go eat Mickey shaped That's things. Fine. And I'll run 13.1 miles and you guys can just sleep. <laughs> I'm a runner. I can't run. That's awesome. <laughs> I haven't run in a long time. Yeah. So I, I am, uh, you said that and I was, I was very excited. We were getting ready to do that ourselves and I'm so excited. I love that. You would love uh, Disneyland Paris then because they have mm -hmm. a whole Avenger base camp. Yes. Yes. It's so strange to me because in the US, like we don't have like the rights to the Avengers. So right. it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen so many different videos and pictures of it. I'm like, can, can we go? Can and we go? yeah, we did go to Paris. And of course at the airport, you do see the Disney stuff. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna go over there. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, uh, drop me off. <laughs> right over here for a little bit. Um, oh, Yellow is a massive part of your brand and how I introduced just how creative everything is on your page. Why yellow for you? So I actually get this a lot and <laughs> a lot of people um, think that I'm doing it for like a marketing tactic. Like a lot of people think that I'm, you know, choosing yellow only so that it like matches my brand. And that could be that is so far from like the truth. I was in middle school, high school, and I just like started like buying a bunch of yellow stuff. And I was like, this like makes me feel like most myself. And so I just kept on with it. And, you know, it's inherently like a very positive color and my brand is very positive. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll with it. I'm gonna do all the yellow and it makes me very easily identifiable if I go somewhere because I'm wearing yellow and then someone's like, oh, you're mellow yellow. I'm like, perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think everybody has like their soul color and yellow just is mine. And I think when you find that you, you're so much more at peace because like it just allows you to be yourself and, you know, so yeah, I just, it's just me, honestly. <laughs> I love it. You inch mellow yellow. How did mellow yellow pay begin? How did, how did you find your niche? Okay. That's, that's a good one. Um, so that kind of goes back to everybody was just seeing me in the yellow and they were calling me mellow yellow. And, um, when I started doing this, I didn't know necessarily that I wanted to do full travel because having a niche back then was less, you know, Oh my God, you have to have a niche. Like you have to do it. Um, and so I was doing like a lot of fashion. I was doing kind of anything and everything that I was getting just because I was really capable of taking great photos and brands were really into that. And so um, I've never changed my username. It's just like been that way. And I've allowed it to like smooth into the travel. Right. right. And um, yeah. So just, again, it's kind of just me and that seems so like, yeah, not climactic, but right. <laughs> it's just worked for me. So yeah. I'm getting into the nitty gritty stuff of what you do on a daily basis. And just you've you've been able to travel locally. You've been do a lot in Texas and then you've been able to travel internationally all over the United States. How how can people start getting travel opportunities? How how do how does that process work? It's a great question. So 
I always believe that it's starting with a good base and that base doesn't have to be like, okay, I've been to, you know, Paris, you know, Marrakech, like, you know, all these places, you don't have to be some world traveler to start. You just have to be able to show that you have some sort of valuable knowledge that someone's going to want to take from you. Right. And so I would say you would start going to local spots, sharing those local spots. You may have one that just blows up and there you go. That's kind of your niche, right? Um, But definitely doing trips. And then when you're traveling with your family, kind of like I said, we're on the cruise. I was like, I'm just going to take this GoPro, see what happens and go for it. And I've never posted that video, right? (laughs) But but it was a great experience for me um, yeah. that, that allowed me to then start doing exactly what I'm saying, where I was just taking the best pieces of what I already had and converting them into content that was going to propel me where I wanted to be. Right. And if you're doing that, people are going to come to you. So okay. if you have a great base of like, this is what I'm doing and this is how I share it. Um, and I think a good thing to note is like storytelling is probably the biggest thing that you can do in any niche on social media, because a lot of times there's people that are just posting a really beautiful photo and yes, a photo still tells a story, but you've, you've got to have a beginning, middle end. And so I think just all those baseline, like skill set, like, so the storytelling, the photography, the the engaging with your audience and just learning all those things and setting it up for someone to be able to see that is where you're really going to start. And then if you're wanting to reach out directly, you're just reaching out directly via DM or finding the right contact on LinkedIn. And when you're doing that, then you're telling them why your services are going to propel them. So a lot of people, when they pitch, they're doing the opposite of that and they're saying hey this is all about me like I have this amount of reach or this amount of that like they don't they don't care about that they want to hire you as if you were like coming in for an interview makes total sense and my next question was going to be how like who do you contact for those travel gigs because research you are probably digging to try to find that best absolute person who is it? Is there a title that you're usually looking for in terms of contact? What What is it for you? It's typically all over the place. Okay. Some people are doing their stuff in-house. Okay. Some people are hiring an agency. Some, um, some don't have any idea what social media marketing is. Right. So I feel like there's a lot of research behind each one. They're very active on uh, Instagram and stuff, you can reach out via DM and then ask for the right contact. And that's a good way to start. If you're not ready to like dive into LinkedIn. (laughs) Um, and typically if they're interested in working with you, they're going to give you the right person. So over DM, they're going to be like, this is who you need to contact, whether that's the agency or someone in-house, but yeah, usually the PR specialist or the marketing director things like that. The title is always different, but like marketing PR are like your keywords that you're looking for. DMs probably help you in a certain way too, because they can go just straight to your profile and really just see your collection of work. And that's what I found 
is kind of split. I can either get somebody on email or it's really easy on Instagram. And that's really where communication really happens no matter what, because people can directly go and see your platform and the work you're doing. And it kind of speaks for itself. Exactly. I completely agree with that. When going on these trips and you're setting all these up, you're pitching all of this, should people be get should you be getting paid or should you be is it typically a trade what do you what do you look for there i say that when you're starting you're going to get a ton of trade yep and i still take trade sometimes a lot of people will still take trade no matter their size right. if it's going to be a mutually beneficial partnership okay so if you okay let's say i want to go to africa like next month Yep. And there's a day there that's like, we'll host you for the week. Yep. We'll cover your flights. I'd be like, sign. Like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even think twice. Yeah. Um, if it's more of a local spot or like a local hotel where like you're already home, you're already here. And like most of your audience is local. So yep. you are in that sense, more beneficial to them yep. than the hotel in Africa. Right. Um, but typically in any partnership, yeah. you're going to have to be the one that changes that conversation from gifted to paid. Okay. Because a lot of hotels are not going to just come into it saying, Hey, I'd like to pay you this much to stay here. Right. But if you feel like, okay, you're asking for 15 to 20 images, like I'm officially working. Right. So I would love for you to pay me for those services. Yep. And there's a proper way to say that, obviously, like it's yep. a whole, it's a whole separate topic, yep. Yep. <laughs> but it's definitely, I think a turning point for a lot of creators when they realize that money's not going to just shovel to you. You really have to be strong in your will of asking for that money. There, there is a certain image point you get to where you're like, this seems like it's more work. Than yep. It's yeah. Pleasure. <laughs> Exactly. But if you're just starting, I still think a lot of people should take those gifted and, you know, take really great photos of the room, take really great photos of you in the room, yeah. take really great photos of you experiencing all the amenities yes. and those will propel you. And even myself now, I will take a photo, like a really great photo at a hotel that I'm working with. And then within the next two weeks, I have like four or five hotels yes. because they're just sitting there watching and like, there's hotel photos down farther on my page, but yeah. like, it's right there for them. Yeah. So like, if you're wanting something, your profile for the week before should be like really about that something. Yeah. That's great advice. That really yeah. is. Have you, um, have you trained your partner? Cause he is who you travel with a lot. Have you yes. trained him? Is he, is he, is he better with photos <laughs> and taking, how you take photos? <laughs> He is well-trained. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if I've trained him too well. Like he's better than me. Because <laughs> like sometimes I'll be like, no, that's a bad angle. Like we're going to move. And I'll be like, no, I don't think so. And then we move and I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't know how you knew that. Um, but that took years. That took years. Sure. Um, because I feel like most, they just don't, at first they don't understand what's happening. Right. They're like, yeah. you're really just going to like take pictures and like, you know what I'm like, mm -mm, not what it is. You yeah. see that side. Cause I'm just handing you the camera, yeah. but there's a yeah. lot going on for me. Yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, having a great partner is really huge in this, yes. especially if they're supportive. Yeah. Um, because I don't love the tripod shooting. Mm. I know a lot of people like a tripod. I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not good at it. I'd love to be better at it, but definitely good to have a good trained partner. <laughs> I think it helps in the sense that when you have somebody taking the photo, you don't feel so alone and feel so awkward and weird. Yeah. Right? There still is a level of awkward and weird when you're having somebody take your photo in such a public yeah. place, but you're having to like set up a tripod and you're standing there by yourself. It's like standing up in front of the room yes. no kind of situation where it's just like, this is really weird. Yes. And you still want to be having fun. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you still want to enjoy every moment yes. of what you can. Yes. And so definitely being with someone is, yeah. Yeah. Right. Just very weird. I want to say, I'm not a tripod person unless yeah. like I'm at home. But other yes. than that, like, I'm like, I'm, right. I'm like, I need somebody else to take my photo for me. Like if I, ha like if I had to do it, I'd do it. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't typically like been yes. forced to be in that situation. Yes. No, no. Um, what does the process of working with a travel company look like from start to finish? I'm sure this is probably quite a process, but what, what does that <laughs> process look like? So typically they're going to reach out. Um, I'll, I'll do like a tourism board. How about that? Um, okay, so working with like a tourism board is one of like the best partnerships you can get as a creator, obviously, or a travel creator, obviously. Um, because that's going to be more full service on their end. So they're going to provide you with a hotel. They're going to provide you with the experiences. They're going to provide you um, with food the entire time. Uh, you're going you're gonna to basically be taken care of instead of you having to do, like if you were reaching out, okay, so for example, we just went to San Francisco. Yes. And it was for um, Viator. But okay. Viator was only covering that experience. Yeah. And so I had to find other like partners for food and stuff. So it's not okay. a big deal. I can yeah. do it. Um, but it's different if you're working with a tourism board where they do everything for you. Okay. And they basically reach out and they're like, what are things you want to do in the city? And like, do they align with what we need marketing wise right now? Yeah. And then connecting those things, figuring out a date. Yeah. and then lining up what deliverables y'all are going to agree upon and what your rate's going to be for those deliverables and then most of it is just showing up and staying on your itinerary which is fast 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 yes yes <laughs> yeah because yeah. <laughs> working with those tours of boards is definitely um it's still very fun do not get me wrong yeah but yeah. it's definitely a fast pace like you're they want you to hit as much as possible so you're going to just be going, 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 going the whole time. Yeah. One stop to the next as fast as you yes. possibly can. Like yeah. hour by hour. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Cover yeah. as much ground as you possibly can. Exactly. With what I really love about your platform, you live in Texas with all the other traveling you do, you still continuously keep exploring Texas and showing different cities, which is so cool because Texas is massive to begin with, but there's so many cool cities to explore. 
what has been the experience working with local cities compared to these other massive, whether it's Viator, other, you know, international, what is that like? You're definitely going to get more partnerships with wherever you live because your audience is so much more engaged because most of my audience is my DFW area and just those surrounding cities. So I think it's, it's a lot easier to convert followers if you niche down. Um, And I think it's a lot easier to actually generate income if you're keeping it in your city, in your state. Um, but no, it's, it's wonderful because even myself, I've found cities where I'm like, I didn't even know that was there and the people are so sweet there. You know, it's just like all these small Texas towns and stuff. And, um, I will say you're not, it's, it's different income in terms of like your rates and stuff. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to go into like a small Texas town and be like, Hey, y'all need to pay me this much money. Like, right. <laughs> that's not the point of it. Right. right. <laughs> um, obviously if you're working with Vegas, the, your, your rate is going to be much higher. Yes. Um, yeah. but I still would tell anyone that working with your local cities is going to make you bigger in your own city. Mm-hmm. And then your network is going to grow, which is huge, yeah. huge yeah. as a creator. So I've met tons, tons of Texas travel bloggers and awesome yeah has there been uh like a surprising experience or trip for you like you were saying like wow didn't even know this was here didn't even know this like existed or happened yes okay so i honestly we just went to oklahoma city and worked with um the national there which first of all that hotel is incredible um but i had so many haters you know they were like they do oklahoma city and I posted that, like, how to spend 72 hours in Oklahoma City. And they were like, um, <laughs> wait, yeah. there's all this stuff to do. And I was like, yes, you have to give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew, like, going into it, I was like, we're going to have so many fun things to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Oklahoma City was great. And then um, San Saba. I'm sure okay. you've never heard of that. No. Nope. <laughs> it's a very tiny little Texas town. But the people there are so kind and there's wineries and so yeah those two were pretty surprising (laughs) nice i love when you like really shut down all the haters and you're like guess what (laughs) we had fun here's what you can do if you want to stop being a hater and come do it yourself oh yes and on tiktok they will come for you you say one thing pronounced the wrong way over over Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have the vice versa where like the people who do follow you, yeah. you don't even have to respond because they start like they oh, start doing it for you. Back. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> That's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate oh, the support. Yeah. I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. It's a crazy world we live in these days where people just think that it's okay to say whatever they want to say sometimes. I know. Like, stop. I know. We crossed a line five minutes ago. Yeah. I'm like, just stop there. Somebody yeah. already commented that 15 times. Like, you're, yeah. you're late to the party. <laughs> and it's amazing because you know they're looking through the comments. So I'm like, just don't, add, you don't have to add to it. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. Is there one place 
without any hesitation, I know this is probably like Schindler's List or picking your children, <laughs> that you would go back to instantly without any hesitation? Oh my gosh. We went to London last year and I don't know, I really didn't expect to love it as much as I did. Yeah. But if someone was like, okay, let's go, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. And I feel like it's definitely a, like a, like a cleaner New York almost. It has that vibe. Yeah. But there's just something about it. It was just so beautiful and so fun the entire time. Uh, And right after that, we went to Paris. And like I said, like, you know, Disneyland Paris and stuff, that was really fun. But Paris, like, didn't blow my mind like everybody says so we went to paris and my we did two weeks in europe we did paris then we went to athens greece and santorini greece oh, my beautiful. sister would 100 percent be on the same page as you she absolutely she's like i didn't like it yeah. she's like it did not blow me away she was like i didn't like the food and i was like my dad and i are very much that's who we travel with it's usually the three of us when we go and do stuff we're very much the ones that go and explore. We like to go and do just walk around the cities. And she had no part of it. She did not care for it at all. And so she was very much the same way as you. She was like, this did not blow me away. Like everybody had said it was going to. Yeah, I think I set my expectations like too high. And I I feel like everybody's doing that for Paris. I mean, we always have, but I was just like, yeah, it just felt like a city. Like, yes. I don't know. I think there's a lot of sparkle put around Paris because oh, of the Eiffel Tower and the things. She, and I'm like, I get it. We went to Athens next. Blew me away. I oh, yeah. it was so incredible. And I was like, this is my favorite place. This is it, top of the list. The trip I was on, like nothing wrong happened, or yeah. like you know, it was just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've heard so many incredible things about London um, and that there is so much to do there and so much history, but at the same time, you could easily go and do like a food tour. You know what I mean? Like there's so much you could easily do in London and so many different avenues. So I've heard so many incredible things about that city. Yes. Yeah, I would go back anytime. For you, what does the creative process look like when you are, you know, planning for these trips and then afterwards as well? What is that, what does that look like? I am very type A. I am a spreadsheet girl. Yes. Um, <laughs> I used to like be ashamed of it. I'd be like, mm, no, not now. Like yeah. spreadsheets all the way. Like my best friend and I, like we, if we go on a trip together, like we share the spreadsheet, we put little ideas, everything. So I'm very glad that she's like that too, (laughs) because my fiance is not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so definitely I'm writing down every single location that I want to hit content ideas, which I would say if someone was starting out to do that loosely, because traveling is very hard in itself. And I feel like if you make a huge list and then you don't hit all these things, you're going to like feel really bad about yourself. Don't, I mean, wouldn't do that. But I'm at the point where like I can handle if it's written down, like, you know, I can go get it all done. But yeah, so writing down every location you want to hit, you know, a, like a very loose itinerary where you're just like hitting different things. 
similar to what like a tourism board would give you, but I'm just creating it on my own. Um, and after you're there, you get all your content. I try my best, so I'm not that good at this, to get it all organized as soon as you're home because it's you're gonna start getting backed up. Like you're gonna like, you're gonna do, okay, you're gonna go to London, you're gonna have a million different pieces from London and then you're gonna go to Paris, right? You have a million pieces from Paris. Then you're gonna come home and you're gonna work with this place. And they're just gonna get farther and farther away. And you're gonna be like, okay, don't even remember what I ate there. Don't even remember this. Um, so writing down notes while you're actually there is also really helpful. And yeah, just staying on top of like all your content because it piles. So I would say that. <laughs> I immediately like, I create a folder on my on my computer and I am uh, airdropping everything so I can just go ahead and put it in that folder. And when it comes time, I am then putting it into Final Cut Pro or whatever platform I'm using yes. and I'm able to edit and do it that way. I also find that when I'm able to do stuff like that, I have snippets of videos like TikTok sounds for God's sakes. I can go and reuse video so mm -hmm. many, so many times without having to go and actually go. I have to create more footage of things. Absolutely. That is a huge, huge piece of advice is to use what you have and recreate it into something else. Yes you probably have millions of snippets just like i have millions of videos where i'm like oh yep. this will work for this yeah so yep. for sure That's repurposing content you don't have to recreate the wheel all the time is what i tell everybody nope. you do not have to recreate the wheel it should not it doesn't have to be that hard it doesn't nope. have to be that extensive of a process it's super easy exactly. uh and it's it's so nice to do. thank god for airdrop truly because you're just able to put everything from your phone to your computer or the other way around saves me so much time every single time I agree. biggest piece of advice for somebody who is looking to get into the travel side of content creation i would say my biggest piece of advice is to not compare yourself to creators that are at 100,000, 200,000, whatever amount of followers, because comparison gen like genuinely is the thief of joy. And I know that that applies to all creatives, but if you're in the travel space, you feel like, okay, this person's working with them. Why am I not working with them? And you can just rabbit hole that so fast. Um, so don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it, it is like top of mind advice always. And that is the, like, you have to ask to be paid because okay. if you, the first six or six months, maybe to a year, you're going to take a lot of gifted things and that's okay. Right. Um, because you're, you really are trying to build your portfolio, yeah. but you are going to stay in that gifted space until you break out of it. Right. Right. No one is going to take you out of that. Yep. Like you will have some people that will come and say, what is your rate? And you'll see that as the opportunity to bring up your rate. Yeah. But typically most, and it's, I don't even think fully, it's always malicious, yeah. but they are going to try to get what they can out of you yeah. on a gifted basis. Okay. It's just it's business for them, right? They're trying Absolutely. to see what they can do. Yep. Um, 
but when you ask to be paid and you have prepped yourself, you, you know, your worth, yeah. they will most likely say, yep. Yeah. And it's their way to say it too, though. Yeah. Definitely yeah. ask to be paid. Great advice. Great advice. In comparison, we all feel it on some sort of level and it is the killer of all inspiration and motivation for this type of business. Um, but you just have to, in a way, stay inside this like bubble of your brand and yourself and just keep on trudging along and doing what you do. Um, because it's going to be the way that gets you through it all. Yeah. And stay very true to yourself. Like do not merge into whatever you think you have to be and right you might lose people along the way because of that and that's okay let them go you know but eventually the people that want to be your audience and want to support you are going to come whether you are being yourself or only if you're being yourself absolutely my last question for you Peyton is just what inspires you Ooh. Okay. I'm very inspired by watching other people enjoy the experiences that I was able to share with them. Um, I had a family go to a place that I shared uh, called Blue Hills Ranch, where you can dine with giraffes and all that. I'm sure you've seen the giraffes on my page, but it was a, a little girl and she like wants to be a vet when she grows up and like all this stuff. And and the mom like sent me like 15 photos of her there and like the little girl's like crying and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> and I could not believe she's like, we're so happy we found this place from you. And I was like, okay. And it was just kind of one of those moments where you're like, you know, you can feel that you're actually doing something that's really good. Um, because I know a lot of people look at what we do and they're like, oh, you're just like, you know, taking photos of yourself and it's so like not not even just narcissistic but it's so just like pick me kind of thing and um and being able to see that that's not what it is at all even though you already know that is very powerful I love that and that like tears to your eyes hearing that because that just I mean further inspiration for those that and you're just further bringing joy to everybody which is great exactly I love that Peyton, I can't thank you enough for coming on and speaking with me today. And if you guys do not follow Mellow Yellow Pay, all of her socials are going to be linked down below so you can go check her out and follow along on her journeys. And uh, I can't wait to see what uh, what travel is going to bring you this year. Thank you so much, Danielle. This was great. Yeah, I appreciate it. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all. <laughs>